First off, your haircut looks great, Brian. Thank you. It's tight. It's very tight. It's high and tight. Yes. High and tight. I feel like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in uh, oh, <laughs> Metal Jacket. You doing okay, man? You doing all right? <laughs> a lot of progression with Denise since we last talked. Well, first off, I sent you guys that text. We're back to pull-ups. She's wiggling around so much. It's just impossible to get the straps on, right? We'll get it on. Then she's walking around. It falls off like, oh, man. And the other, now she's doing a lot of like copying. Like we'll say something. She'll just do it right back. Uh, or awesome. her, her version of it, you know, start to parrot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mama, she'll go mama, mama. And, uh, the coolest thing, can you pull something, can we pull something up and you can like, and we can like hear it? Uh, sure. Biz's beat of the day. This is beat of the day. Oh, 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 okay. Let's all do it together with biz. Okay. Here's biz's beat of the day. See y'all next time. Bye-bye. And Denise's version now, she watches that and she'll just go, just moves her lips. Yeah. <laughs> I like business beat of the day. It's hot, right? And it just, there's like so many of them. And, um, and like, so we'll take her to like grandma's and Denise will be like, she's like, don't do that. We're like, no, no, man. She's beatboxing. Welcome to All My Friends Are Dads, the place for honest conversation from first-time fathers. As you know by now, all three of these guys, Dennis, Jeff, and Kevin, are dads. I am not, but it is my duty to wrangle their stories here for you. If you recall from last episode, Dennis was attending a child's first birthday party with hopes of getting ideas for Denise's first birthday coming up at the end of the month. And a little later in the show, Jeff gets real, asking the other dads what they would do in a serious situation. We live in, it's, I wouldn't say it's a great part of town, but it's not the worst either. And in the last like two weeks where we must be in a dip because there's just like shit going on almost every day. It's, it's wild. But first it's time to check in with Kevin one month into fatherhood. I see, I see Kevin's joined us. How are you, Kev? Good. I just had a poo explosion. I had to clean up real quick. How's it been going, Kev? Oh, you know. I'm here. Uh, starting to get a little settled in, I think. I don't know. It's a lot better than the first couple of weeks, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Still have no idea what I'm doing, but better than those first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I know I uh, I put it in the text chain. Was it the first week I came back or the first week we came back or the second week? I think it was the second week. Like Wednesday, I got food poisoning or something. Oof. Something hit me good. So me and my son were having a uh, pooping our pants contest and <laughs> Couldn't tell who was winning there for a while. <laughs> oh, no. All right, I'll, I'll give you the test that Jenny gives me. She gives me a high-low buffalo once in a while. You got to give me the high of the first month, a low of the first month, and the buffalo is just something random you thought about that's happened this month. Mm. So your high-low buffalo of your first month of parenting. I, I mean, he's just, I don't know, he's pretty cute. We call him our handsome little boy. Um seems like he's just growing by the second, which is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely highs. You know what? Highs, too, like not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like not as much crying as I thought. It seems like the first month, at least, it's pretty simple. Like if he's crying, he's either got a poopy diaper or he's hungry or he's sleepy. Like one of the three. So that's probably the high for sure. Definitely feel uh, pretty good about that. Lows, 
um, kind of on that as well. Getting him to go to sleep is has been rough, especially in the middle of the night. Uh, I don't mind like waking up to feed him because he eats like every two hours. It's just getting him to go right back to sleep, which is tough. And the random one, Buffalo. Whoa, I got to think about that one. Is any of this ringing a bell with Jeff and Dennis of your first month of fatherhood? Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Especially like learning the baby language of there's only three things that they need or want. And Kevin's absolutely right. It's the I'm tired, I'm hungry, or you got to change me. And like trying to like, I'm still not the best at it, but Courtney can like tell what kind of cry is means which like it's a language that she understands now which is wild i'm still i'm still just kind of like you pooped my pants what are you trying to tell me and it's just (laughs) uh but i definitely feel the lows like uh and i'm sure it's different for everybody but like i had a real hard time the first month month and a half of just uh reconciling everything and the fact that like for the first few months, that baby still thinks it's part of mom. And so like, it wants only to be with mom for the most part. And so like some dads have it great, but then like there are other dads, like in my case, where it's like, I'm holding you and you're freaking out yeah, and it's freaking me out. That too. <laughs> yeah. It gets better. It definitely gets better. Um, and there's no advice. Like I researched the shit out of this and like everything I read was just like, patience and wait it out and it's it's true but that doesn't do anything like in the moment definitely been moments especially like in the middle of the night like it would be like my turn and uh he's just screaming like in my arms i have to wake her up i'm like hey, you need to just he does not want me right now you need to do something i don't know what to do yeah right. it's it's heartbreaking too because mm-hmm. like you want to oh. pro- you want to provide and you want to help and you want to take it off mom's plate and you just can't noises mean something that's you know what i mean like they're not just making noises to talk like, oh, yeah. No, no, that means, like, you know, some, noises mean something. They can't communicate. That's, yeah. Wait, you guys, you don't want to hang out? You don't want to, like, talk about <laughs> weather? Like, what? Come on. Like, I, <laughs> that's a cool noise. Make another one. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the surf conditions are right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a beach hazard. It's a hazard. We can't go. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So is there anything random or surprising, Kev? Anything comes to mind? He lo- absolutely loves bath time. He could be screaming his head off. And as soon as we start the bath, um, oh, actually, here's a good one. Dreams. He dreams all the time, like from day one. Like, what is a baby dreaming of? Like, someone <laughs> tell me that. Because, like, he'll be sleeping and he'll go through every expression. He'll go through, like, makes, like, a sad face. Then he'll, like, laugh a couple times and smile. Then back to sad. Then back to nothing actually absolutely blew my mind i didn't think babies could dream right like you have like four memories yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. maybe it's about the uh the mansion of a uterus that he was in which is always warm and coddling (laughs) yeah and then someone drained the hot tub and out he came (laughs) kevin's on dad duty right now yeah let's just whisper at him and just watch him from afar i had to go back to work so uh my wife takes care of him pretty much Every other day except the weekend. So I try to do my part on the weekends here. Nice. Let her sleep a little bit. Yeah, that's what I did this morning. I got up at like five in the morning because, well, like I needed to be on call just for work, just in case if someone needed me. And then like Denise woke up and I grabbed her like, all right, it's you and me. We're letting mom sleep. Let's hang out. You know what I mean? Like that's getting easier. It's like a routine. 
Yeah. We got up at like Routine. seven today instead of trying to go, trying to get him back to sleep. We just came downstairs. I made some coffee. We both ate, catch up on some Netflix. Nice. Yeah. How do you get the coffee into the bottle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Funnel system. Mm, okay. <laughs> Breast milk makes a great creamer. Ah, All yeah. natural. I make sure I grab the right uh, pitcher in the fridge. Ah. <laughs> 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 Tangy, a little sour. What's this one? Hmm. So, Dennis, you're getting up. Are you doing any uh, prep for your upcoming party that you have? Well, we put out the Facebook invitation. Oh, it's official. Yeah. And she Uh, was like, hey, can you do that? I'm like, ah, yeah, sure, whatever. Let me just type one up real quick. So, yeah, yeah, uh, it's on and popping. We got 19 going. I don't have you fellers on Facebook, Jeff and Kevin, so I got to. You got us on a text chain. You got a, you got a direct link to our hearts, sir. You're invited. You know you're invited. So, uh, yeah, we got that going. And it, like I said, it's going to be in our fourth floor in the banquet room. Uh, oh, and like, oh, the last episode, I said I went to that, the one year, the one year party. We took notes. What'd you like? What'd, what'd you like? What'd you dislike? All right. Well, uh, first, what I liked, I guess we'll start pause. Uh, <laughs> one cool thing. There's not a lot. <laughs> There's not a lot. Well, <laughs> well, get ready. I'm about to talk shit. Uh, no. So we started one thing that was cool. Uh, they had pictures of the little baby at each table. Eli was his name or is his name. Uh, and yeah, they put pictures of him on each table. My God, that's a good idea. I think we should do that one. That's pretty cute. cute. Like it. Right. Right. Um, they had the food that was, they had fried chicken and they had people there making tacos. Wow. Sounds great. I'm in. It's like, dude, if I, well, I didn't know, like, I mean, I, we walked right by the taco people. I didn't even think about it. And then they're like, they're like fried chicken. Like, okay, cool. I guess that's what we're having. So I had fried chicken and like, oh shit, they're making tacos. I should have, should have not eaten that fried chicken, but I still had the tacos. But anyway, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the story has a happy ending. (laughs) Still. uh, And then, okay. The coolest part, the coolest part was, uh, they had this little band there and, um, they were just like, you know, little acoustic guitars and like little ukuleles and stuff. And uh, they were, you know, singing cool songs, uh, Latin songs. I had no clue what they were saying, but it sounded good. And all of a sudden this dude, bless his heart, man, this dude was a trooper. He got this like cloth, like iguana head. It was like a, the head and like the back of an iguana. And he like put it on his head. And then he got on the floor and he started crawling around and chasing the kids. <laughs> I was like, dang, that is so cool. Like I was about to, I should have pulled him aside and be like, okay, just, I just want you for our party. Like we don't need these other people. How much, how much for that iguana bit? Get the iguana guy on the phone. We got how, business to attend to. How much to get you to come to our party? I should have done that. Cause dude, it was fire. That iguana. Dude, anybody <laughs> wants to interact with the kids. Sounds awesome. Oh yeah. And, um, and I noticed too there was a guy uh there. Oh, look at that baby. Oh, cute little baby. Um, <laughs> Kevin will only know this reference. There was a dude there. Uh he looked like uh Gunther from WWE. Internet Intercontinental Champion. The Interna- Inter- <laughs> the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. All right. That just became official like two weeks ago. Or like a week or this week. But anyway, uh I don't know, like, I hate to talk smack, but this guy, like, I just noticed, like, he was just kind of, he was at the party, uh, but that he was just like a body. That was it. Like, he was on his phone the entire time. 
And um, like, oh, he was like talking smack. He was like, ah, you know, you don't have fried chicken at a at a a Mexican thing. <laughs> like, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> what the hell? He was critiquing the party. Yeah, yeah that's, the party. All, that's all he was having to say. It was like, you don't have fried chicken at a Mexican party. Like, what the heck? Who is it? And then, like, he was just on his phone the entire time. His daughter was like running around, dancing, having a great time. And I was like, all right, I am not. Don't be that dude. Like, that's what I thought. And I, so I grabbed Denise and we went over to that iguana dude and we were just running around like crazy. <laughs> I was yelling, I think, louder than some of the kids. And so I was like, chill out, chill out. I'm like, oh, okay. What do we learn, folks? Don't do as Daddy Gunther does. All right. Yeah. Take like, that to the grave. I feel bad, like, talking about that. But, like, I just, that was a thing I had where I'm like, I can't. Don't be that guy where you're just on your phone and just kind of like, you know, there, but not really. Like the girl was like dancing around and having a great time with their daughter. And they're like, she's like, dad, dad. And he's just like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, man, that's don't do that. Be gone. I got Pokemon to catch. <laughs> Hope that guy never hears this show. <laughs> don't worry. He's too busy on his phone doing other things than finding our podcast. He was posting on the anti-fried chicken subreddit. Yeah, he said, <laughs> it was like, I can't believe he said that. Like, you don't, you can't have fried chicken on a Mexican thing. Like, who the hell are you, Gunther? <laughs> no, but it, it was a good party. It was a good party overall. Um, I have, dude, I kept my Snoop Dogg shirt. I remember the last time we were on, we did the show. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, is this cool? She's like, I guess. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and I was just like standing there, you know, having a good old time. And this one guy was like, hey, man, that's a badass shirt, dude. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. You brought the Adams, Adam Sandler attire. He's like, that's a badass shirt. And let me tell you, man, I once worked with Wu-Tang Clan. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> man, you had a very eventful first birthday party. All right. So other than the photos, you're uh, putting photos on the table. Is there anything insight you got uh, how to make Denise's first birthday party better? No, I think we're going to have uh, empanadas. We have well, there's this place that has really good empanadas uh, down the road from us. Uh, we're just going to get a bunch of those. Uh, and well, I don't know. We're just, that's all we got, really. I, I'm learning we need to kind of get on it. You had me at pockets of meat pastries. All right. Okay. I'm all, I'm all in. <laughs> you got the like my mom and everybody's coming. Like, they're like, are you going to have one downstate? I'm like, I had to like nip that at the bud quick. Yeah. Nope. We're having it up here. You got, you, know, you guys got to make it up here. Sorry. Like, could you imagine if like both families expected you to do double parties for every event going yeah. forward? Right. Well, cause we did that for our baby shower. That's uh, fine. Do it once to accommodate. That's that's right? fine. But like, yeah, but we can't. We're not. You have the kids. You have the kid now. Yeah, we're starting new traditions, guys. Uh, Come called, to the kid. Yes. Yeah, called get your ass up here. Yes, I love that tradition. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a big old city. Come on, get up here right now. <laughs> how does that make you feel though? Like, can you believe it's been a year? Like, oh has God, it gone no. fast or slow, or how's it do? Fast. Super fast, insane yeah. fast, like. Like she used to have this little bald spot in the back of her head gone. That's now she's got hair there now. I didn't even realize that. Like, oh my God, that's, oh, good. you're getting big, girl. Filled in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shave it off. No, no, no. You're growing too fast. I'm taking this away. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> but Nair. Samantha walks in. You got the clippers behind your knees. What are you no, doing? Nothing. It's insane, man. She's getting so, like I said, she's copying now and like watching what we do. 
she's just like getting into stuff, like opening the cabinets, pulling everything out. It's like, yeah. And she's starting to, she's almost there at walking, you know? I, I like the repetitive stage because I find that fun when you're playing with kids, especially when they, they want to pair it or they want to repeat the same action over and over, almost like a mini game of fetch. Like if you take something and you move it and they want to go get it and bring yeah. it back, like that part's always fun because that's like the easiest way to like, if you're like around a skittish kid, like you're at a family party or something, they don't know how to like approach the big guy in the corner. If you start playing the little game on the table, all of a sudden they're just like, oh, we can play. He's a he's a safe one. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if Jeff remembers this. We were at our buddy Hunter's house. Remember when he had as a Halloween party, maybe? And there's a bunch of other little kids there. And I think Corey was there, too. And I think I was driving our friend Corey nuts because there were little kids there. And I this little girl was dressed as a hot dog <laughs> and she was loving it. If I took something off the table and I put it behind the blinds. And then she would walk, get it from behind the blinds and hand it back to me and say, thank you. And I would do it. And she kept doing it again. And I could see out of the corner of my eyes every time I said thank you, Corey was dying a little bit because <laughs> he could just hear the like the song on repeat. And he it was driving him nuts. But I'm like, well, the kid's loving it. So let's just go for it. <laughs> but I was like, I know I'm annoying the hell out of him right now. <laughs> but that was worth it. It was fun. It's fancy fetch. Fancy fetch. Kids love fetch. You just can't do it too far because then they get too close to a van with candy. And then it's like, oh, shit, I got to go chase him. So you know how that goes. Yeah. Denise, like she has a little little ball that she'll like throw now and she just goes nuts over the ball. Like, yeah, just these simple little things like my mom, she she got her a, a baby doll and we don't have like a baby doll. So it's going to be like her first little baby doll. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a that's a great present. I didn't even think about that. Like Wonderful. You know, like we, she does not have a baby doll. Like you shared a video with us a couple weeks ago of Denise, like in the little runner walker thing, but you were still pushing her around. Can she, her feet touch the ground yet? And oh yeah. Exa- yeah. She's on. I noticed that the other day. Yeah. She's walking. She just ends up like going in circles. <laughs> <laughs> just using one foot. So she's going. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, ah, she's got a bad rudder. <laughs> dude, like this morning, like she's just getting big this morning, dude, I opened up a banana and I'm just like, and I just put it in her face and she takes it and takes a bite. Like, oh, that's so much easier than getting a spoon and doing the. <laughs> well, that, that's one thing. It's like, okay, cool. I like that. You know, just putting the banana in her face and she just takes a, well, sometimes she'll take too big of a bite and I'm like, all right, give me some of that. <laughs> like, you know, like, so it's getting, it's, it's getting more fun. I think, you know, there's light at the I end did. of the tunnel boys. All right. I, I'll pivot us a little bit. Uh, Jeff, you had something you wanted to bring up today. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'll start, I'll start with ha ha and then we'll get less ha ha. But, uh, <laughs> Bring us on down. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I know you'll appreciate this. I don't know about you, the other guys, but we started this morning on weekends. We do like family lay in bedtime for however long she'll Tolerate. have patience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the three of us will just lay in bed and just hang out and make faces. And, and Kevin, like we're three and a half months in and she's recognizing faces now. And it's making as a dad, like all the difference when she looks at me and smiles, I'm just like, God, I needed that's this. I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a stranger. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's great. Um, but we started this morning 
of doing family acapella evanescence. Oh, of doing a lot of wake me up inside. <laughs> wake up. Can't wake up. Save me. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the day oh. can only get worse. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's all downhill from evanescence. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I texted Brian the other night about wanting to talk about uh, something on the more serious side, and it's like, in a traumatic moment, what, uh, like looking back on like a traumatic moment. So like we live in, it's I wouldn't say it's a great part of town, but it's not the worst either. Like it's getting better. I wouldn't have lived here 10 years ago, but uh it's for the most part it's okay these days there's some crime and violence that happens but it tends to come in like waves and in the last like two weeks where we must be in a dip because there's just like shit going on almost every day it's it's wild but the worst of my entire time living in chicago happened the other night and it was 9 30 on like a wednesday night i think i don't know it was a school night 9 30 and i'm standing in the kitchen I think sanitizing bottles as I do. And, uh, the baby's in bed, like she's in our bedroom in her bassinet. And then Courtney's in the bathroom and, uh, she's got the door open and we're talking. And then, uh, I look out the front window. So we've got the, the curtains closed, but it's like pop, 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 pop. And it's like, those were not fireworks. That was definitely a pistol. And it was on our street. Like, I swear I saw like the muzzle flash. It was nuts. Like it was so close. Like sometimes that happens in the alley or like a street or two away and we'll call it in, but I've never had it like that close before. And the first thing that I did was go and check on June to see like if a stray bullet had entered the house and like, you know, drywall only does so much and there's only so many layers between her and the outside and like fortunately she was fine everybody was fine and outside of the house everybody was fine no one got hit but uh it was just wild to think that my three and a half month old daughter was like less than 50 yards away from active malicious gunfire and what I would have done had she not been okay. And I've been thinking about it ever since, like it's fucked up and uh, there's not really an ending to this story. It was just more of like uh, a year ago, I never would have thought I'd have these thoughts, but now that I've got this new roommate that I'm taking care of, I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is the world is a bad place. There's like, it's a great place, but there's also like some really bad stuff that happens. And it's like trying to protect her from things that you can't protect her from. And it's just like, I don't know. It's wild. That's the hard part too. Some of it's out of your control. Right. Yeah. Then it'll be out of your control for a lot of her life. When she's at a friend's house, you're not in control. When she goes to school, you're not in control. It's no, like, no homeschool, no friends. Oh, oh perfect. <laughs> yeah. We got the solution, guys. It's all good. We figured it out. I know numbers and symbols. You put them in a kennel and you just feed them water through that little hamster thing and then put Miss Rachel on. Okay. <laughs> I got a secretary out there taking notes. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Man, Jeff, that's like, that's freaky, dude. Like, that's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you guys talk about, like, I don't know, like, moving and stuff. Like, does that come up or like, 
Oh yeah, for sure. Like, and we love like our, our house and we love like, uh, the owners live upstairs. It's just a two flat. There's, we have a yard, like everything is great. There's just these moments of just like, fuck. And like both of it, like Courtney's from new Orleans originally. And I'm from downstate like you, Dennis. And, uh, like, I never thought I'd be in Chicago for, I'll be 10 years next month. And so like, we're both trying to get out. It's just a matter of like, uh, we need to be set up properly to move, you know? Sure. Well, it's kind of like, I lived in Albany park and, uh, I was, I was like, man, I'm going to go to seven 11. It was like 11 o'clock or like midnight. This is like a few years ago. And I was just like playing PlayStation or something. And I just got lost and just forgot to like go. And all of a sudden I just heard like gunshot. And like you said, you could tell when it's fireworks and you could tell when it's gunshots. Like, yep. That game's pretty fun when you hear fireworks, but when you hear gunshots like that, you know, you know, an awful game. Uh, so like, yeah, I could tell it was gunshots and you hear the police sirens afterwards and all that and the ambulance and you're like, oh, wow. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you guys could have decided to like go outside for some reason, you know what I mean? Like whatever the situation may be. So, yeah, that's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, shit like that happens all the time in the alley, but at least there's like a locked yeah high privacy fence separating us from the alley and uh but from the street like we have a gate that's locked but it's still it's just like the cast iron or wrought iron fence and gate that's like you see all around town and then just a thin door and a couple thin pieces of drywall that's just like right you never know what could happen and I know to some people like the saying like move is like probably not like cool. Like, you know, Hey, you know, stay in the community, figure it out and all that. But I mean, like, you just kind of got to ask yourself, like, you know, is it, you know, is it worth living here? And that's yeah. that all the time, you know? And I think it'd be different if we were from here or we were like from the neighborhood and had yeah. roots in the neighborhood, but right. we like, we don't have shit. So like, we're just get us out of here. Yeah. Fair enough. I, yeah. Uh, my dad tells the story. They, uh, both my families are from Cicero. And Cicero in the 60s, 70s, 80s, a little different than it is now. And um, so I was born there. And my dad tells a story. It was, I was, I think I was like two years old. He said, you know, it's kind of like how you're saying, like you get some violence here and there, you know, that the city was changing pretty quick. Um, and he said there was a night, there were gunshots in the alley. And he, that night, cause like the alley to like our apartment, like it was a small chain link fence. Like it was pretty, we were pretty much right on the alley. And he said the gunshots in the alley like that. He turned to my, uh, my mom was like, we're moving. Like, I don't want to have to worry about this all the time. You know, the city was already changing. We were already kind of on the fence. And then this happens and it's like, okay, yeah, we definitely need to look, you know, somewhere more stable. And they were both from there. Both my grandparents were from there. My grandpa lived across the street for, so for them to decide to move, you know, it definitely was like, okay, we need to start thinking about our son's future and not wanting to have to worry about stuff like this. Yeah, so it, it is big enough to rip up your roots. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's that's completely fair. Right. And I think that is probably the most logical thing everyone would come to. I mean, I have my own story. It happened right out front of the house here. And I've I've told this to a lot of people on the call already because Kevin's uh <laughs> was a <laughs> so one of my Kevin's, greatest favorite stories. <laughs> uh I'll I'll back it up. I'm laying upstairs watching Entourage, as you do. Um, (laughs) Jenny is asleep on the couch watching Sex in the City because we have our shows. About 2 a.m. Pop, 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 pop. I see the muzzle flashes as well from the bedroom window. I have Jeff's exact reaction. 
not look out the window, not pick up the phone. I run downstairs. Jenny's going to be freaking out. She sleeps through it. <laughs> Nothing happens in the house. I was like, great. Now I can call 911. Yeah. I call 911. I was not the first on the block to do it. Great. Talk to the 911 operator. Everything's good. Cops come. I talk to them. I have a ring camera on the front. Didn't catch anything. Told the cops. Sorry. Didn't, didn't catch it. And then all of a sudden my phone rings back again and it's the 911 operator. And she was like, this, is this Brian? And I was like, yes. She was like, it, it, do you remember me from blah, blah? It's Kevin's uncle's girlfriend who I had met several times at a 4th of July events. And she was just like, yeah, I thought that was you. It kind of your voice. Recognized, and I looked at the name. Okay, well, but she gives me a like, like, nice, calm rundown of everything that happened. Everything's fine. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They found everything. Nobody's hurt. Blah, blah, blah. Well, all right, you have a good night now. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was not expecting to be calmed down by the 911 operator after the fact. <laughs> so uh, that made me feel a little better. So that was nice. <laughs> I bring it up every time I see her now. I said, thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for being there. <laughs> She's like, I'm retired now. I'm like, no, but you were there when it counted. It yeah. matters. <laughs> you hung up the boots after that one. Me and my buddy Bruce, Bruce Bonebreak, the sex. Nice. Shout out to Bonebreak. <laughs> uh, we're, going, we're going on a dad getaway. Oh, fun. Oh. Right, right. Because I guess like his, his wife, like she's been going on, like going out of town. And like going, hey, you know, watch the kid for the weekend. And he's like, all right, you owe me like big time, you know. So now he's he gets a dad getaway, and like, I was like, well, let's see if I can have a dad getaway. I talked with Samantha, and I'm like, is it like it's three days? And I'm like, is that a lot? And I was like, it feels like a lot. Like, <laughs> she's like, I tell you what, she was like, I'm gonna get a girl getaway if you get this uh, dad getaway. I'm like, all right, perfect, you know. So we're going to Peoria. Nice, nice. If you want to see some old money, big houses, Peoria Heights is where yeah, it's at. That's where our Airbnb is going to be. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, there's a road that runs along like the river bluff. Okay. And so you've got like nice houses on the left and you've got Forest and Illinois River on the right. Isn't that funny? Like the higher you get, the more nicer the houses are. Yeah. That's how it is in all too. Yeah. Uh, but no, so we're doing the dad getaway. Check it out. So I'm taking a train, the Amtrak to Springfield. And Bruce Bonebreak is picking me up in Springfield and we're going to loop around. We're doing the state park tour and we're going nice. to check out all the state parks kind of on the way, kind of loop around, go through like uh, Decatur then Champaign and then wind up in Peoria. Cause I figured, check it out. Like what is cool. Right. And I'm like, man, what would be nice? A short distance to get somewhere, but all the time in the world to get there. That would be cool. Like That's nice. Right. I like that. That's hit, very cool. Hit up like shops, music shops, antique shops. Check out the G Willikers, the Goodwills. The G Willikers. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, unfortunately lost Kevin to dad duties, which means he's not going to get to hear my final send off, which oh. it's like, it's been a month and I haven't seen the child yet. And I feel like he's jipping me here. So the, I'm going to leave us with what Werner Herzog said best. I would like to see the baby. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> now invite me over so I can hold the damn baby. <laughs> All right. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> <laughs>
My Friends Are Dads is a production of UBK Studios and is produced by yours truly, Brian Ernst. But would be nothing without our dads, Dennis Sheeter, Jeff Berninga, and Kevin Pope. Remember, we want to hear from you, so head on over to allmyfriendsardads.com to leave us your story or questions. And don't forget to check out our other podcast, Uber Cinco, where we deep dive top five, Kevin's four Disney adults, buy a Disney adult show, Disney World Today, and our other experimental pods, Weird Shit I Saw This Week, which we update whenever a new tale comes along. And we're new here, where we look at what it's like to live in a new city coming soon. But thank you for your support and stay tuned for the next All My Friends Are Dads. Dads.